Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to our podcast, Taking Off, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a rare glimpse inside Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. 2020 was a year unlike any other. We navigated a devastating global pandemic that fundamentally transformed the travel, tourism, and aviation industries, all while keeping our passengers, our colleagues, and our communities safe. Thanks in part to our exceptional employees, and I just want to emphasize that word exceptional. This episode is part of our exceptional employee series and really talks about the efforts that they put out during 2020. I'm thrilled to introduce you or reintroduce you to Nicole Maddox, executive assistant on PHL's revenue team and a 2020 recipient of the Integrity Award. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my goodness. And what folks listening today may not know is you and I recorded the first ever podcast. Now I think yes. we were talking, yeah, right. I think we were talking before we started this after today that I actually think that it wasn't the first one that was released, but it was definitely the first one that was recorded. So this is fun to be back again. Yeah. And this one is all about you, which I think is really cool. It's, it's not just about what you do. I want to start talking a little bit about you before we, we get into the award that you received. So okay. you've been here, what, almost how many years? 25 years? Almost, almost not quite. I came in 97, right out of college. 1997. Gosh, I remember where I was in 1997. <laughs> and she does a good thing. We still can remember where we were in 1997. <laughs> I know, I know, but I don't, I don't know if you would remember where you were when I started working at airports, but that's, that's a whole nother story. So what, what brought you here? How did you find PHL and, and what made you decide to come and work here? So it's a funny story, actually. So I am a Philly native. The city used to post the jobs on a bulletin board at the bottom of the MSB building. And my mother, for whatever reason, she was downtown that day and she went in and she saw the job posted. So she brought it home to me and said, you need to apply for this job. Like I was home for break. I basically, I filled out the application, sent it in. And, you know, it's the city process. It took a little bit and they called me and asked if I wanted to come in for an interview. And that's how it all started. So I can say that I, I really am here because my mom found this job for me. Funny, wow. funny story. Yep. Did your mom work for the city or? No, she did not. My mom works in, well, she's retired now, but she worked for Temple University. So she worked for the hospital. So it was seren- true serendipity. She just happened to be in the, in the building when the job was posted. Exactly. Yep. Wow, that's a really, that is a really great story. So what has changed? I mean, you know, I've been here for 10 years and I feel like a lot has changed, but in 25 years, what are some of the most significant things that you've noticed that are different? One, there's two new terminals from when I first came. <laughs> They're older now, but when I, I was here while they were constructed. So that was really, those were really cool projects to me. Um, to see something start off as nothing and grow into these, you know, these big, beautiful terminals. That was exciting. But I think that we've come a long way as far as amenities and destinations and just the overall way that we treat and service customers. I think that has changed significantly. 
it's more exciting as soon as you get to the airport when you're going to your destination rather than just arriving at your destination. So it's fun to come to the airport to see, you know, what you can do before the fun before the fun happens, so to speak. Well, and that's what you are all about in your current job. You moved over since we talked last, since we did the podcast (laughs) now with our revenue team and your focus is a little bit different. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Despite everything that happened last year, this has been really exciting and a great learning experience for me to build off of the foundation that I had coming from operations. I've been a part of the remodeling of guest experience and helping them stand up the volunteer team. That was a lot of fun to work with Leah and her group. And I've been working with Kate Sullivan with the marketing. That's been really cool too, like working with Pepsi and learning about that contract and things like that. And as well as working on cargo, where I was right before I came to do this podcast taping, I was at UPS. So there's a lot of things happening in the properties revenue team that I've been blessed to be a part of. Believe me, I think it's the other way around. I think the revenue team says that they're really blessed to have you. So can I go there with you? I want to read from the nomination that Kate did for your award. Uh Okay with that? Okay. 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 (laughs) All right, here we go. Nicole is incredibly skilled at understanding how new initiatives fit within the DOA ecosystem and how to marshal the resources and support needed to make each initiative a success. She has been invaluable in helping drive strategy, execution, and collaboration. Not only does Nicole almost always know exactly who to reach out to within the DOA and our partner organizations to ensure that we're launching successful initiatives with the support of and insight from stakeholders from different teams, but she also has a very strong sense of what needs to be considered to make a project successful. Those are some pretty strong words. Yes, I was very, very humbled. And I was, I was at a loss for words. I really was. I was really surprised, but that was really a beautiful nomination. Yeah. Oh, and you are very deserving of the award. What did it mean to you to know that your supervisor thought enough to nominate you and then to be recognized? So I was really shocked. I was, I was a little teary eyed, honestly, when I read it, it was humbling for me. It's kind of selfish to say, but in a little way, gratifying, because Kate is new, really like the team is new and they didn't know me. To see that other people saw my dedication to the job and how I tried to use my skill set to help empower the initiatives of the team, I was at a loss for words, which I really was. I could tell, but listen, from the bottom of my heart, you are so incredibly deserving of this. And I really want to offer you my congratulations. Thank you again. Thank you. So can we go back to guest experience for just a second? Would you talk about what kinds of things that you've done to make that program successful? Because that's a big deal for us to make sure that the travelers that come through our airport see, feel, taste, you know, the the kinds of things that they want. We started, well, should I say Leah? When she did it, started the guest experience initiative, I want to say that was before covid we attended like a training. And so that highlighted for me things that I thought that we could improve short term because I, I thought that those were things we already could do if we just focused on it a little bit. And so with the volunteer program, it was like a bunch of, what do you want to call it? Like a brain download sessions where we were just trying to say, hey, if you were at the airport, what would you want? What would you want to experience? What are things that you 
you would need just like that, you know, like real fast, be able to identify to help better your trip. And so when we worked on the volunteer program, that's what we were focusing on, how to make that initial experience as soon as you come to the airport, whether you are departing or arriving, how could we make it easier for you? And so that was really the focus of standing up that volunteer program, but also getting community involvement, excuse me, not just retired people as people sometimes think about volunteers, but Philadelphia is a big education city. And so there was a great opportunity to bring in students to help them help us build a better relationship with the city of Philadelphia. And so we, we looked at all of those things while we were trying to stand up the volunteer program. Yeah, that's really great. I think it's going to make a big difference for our passengers. And I know the revenue team is just thrilled because they said to you, take this program and help stand it up. And you said, all right, you know, and and you just kind of did it. I think we have, oh gosh, I don't remember how many volunteers we have signed up, but I think we're getting to the point where it's really going to be successful. So thanks. I think it will. Like I think as we transition to whatever the next stage is, and people get more comfortable with the idea of COVID and how to protect themselves, I think that next spring, summer, that we'll have the desired amount of volunteers to help our passengers and stand up an awesome customer service guest experience program. So I want to shift gears for just a second to cargo, because that's been another thing that you've been really involved with, and it's a huge priority for the airport. I want to thank you for arranging a recent look into the cargo operations of the airport. That's something that a lot of people don't see. Would you talk about that? So this is really exciting too. I'm a little bit of a logistics geek, if that makes sense. So standing up cargo is exciting to me here at PHL, standing up at PHL, because without cargo or without transportation, nothing moves. And so by us standing up a cargo facility at PHL, I think it's really fantastic for the city and just the region in general, because there's so many things that are made here that if we ship them from PHL, I think that that would be awesome just all around, not just for the airport, but the community, the economy, all of those things. What we are doing is we are trying to better our relationship with the stakeholders in the community, not just the PHL stakeholders, but the cargo industry stakeholders in the area. And we're doing that by trying to be transparent, to talking to them to see what their needs are, to see if those are things that we can help build up to make that logistic chain more feasible for them, faster. And so we're just out here just trying to talk to as many cargo operators as possible, rather it be freight forwarders, airlines, ground handlers, we are just basically saying, hey, you know, PHL is here. We have the facilities. You know, what is it that we can do to attract you to come here? And how can we build this up so that we will have a better product for the the local logistics community? Awesome. Well, from one logistics geek to another, thank you. So I always like to end the episode by asking my guest, what's one thing that people would be surprised to learn about you? The one thing that I can think of that people people know about me is that I love to go to Disney. But what they don't know is, is that I am not the heroine, you know, I am not Cinderella. That's not me. I am always the villain's fan. So if you look at me. Look at my desk and people never pay any attention. In the back of my desk, there are villain figurines. 
So I am a supporter of the villain. That sounds so bad. So that would be something that people don't know about me. They know I like to go to Disney, but they don't know that I'm team villains. <laughs> so, so why villains? Because some, sometimes to me, they're just really misunderstood, you know? And so I think sometimes the hero or the heroine jumps to solve the problem that's like right in their face, but not really listen to the person that's causing the issue. If that makes sense. You know, oh, and sometimes that's- sense. Yeah. yeah and sometimes that that's like the easier route, <laughs> but you know, they have to build a movie. So, but yeah, if you just, just talk to the villain, like for example, I love the Grinch. I don't know if you ever see me wear my Grinch hat. I have. And <laughs> the Grinch, it wasn't that he didn't like Christmas. It was that he wasn't included, but you didn't ask him why he didn't like Christmas. You made an assumption why he didn't like Christmas. So yeah, so I'm team villain. <laughs> Oh, I love that on on so many different levels, right? Nobody's all good or all bad, even the villains. And I like how you said that, you know, the the Grinch might've just been a little bit misunderstood. Yep, exactly. Very cool. Ah, I, so listen, I, I could, I could just keep talking to you. I, I always, I love talking to you all the time, but unfortunately I think we're out of time. So thank you so much. Nice. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh, it was my pleasure. It really was my pleasure. And, and listen, I am so grateful for everything that you do, that you took a chance to move over to the revenue team and try something new and that you've just kind of jumped in and given everything that you've had to, to those programs. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's, it's been my pleasure. It really has. It really is because I'm not going anywhere. So it still is. Good, good. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) Good. That's about, that's, that's about the best way I can think of to end an episode. <laughs> to learn more about Philadelphia International Airport and our exceptional employees like Nicole, please visit phl.org. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening.